0: Hello everyone, today is September 30th, 2020, also International Podcasting Day, and you're listening to Way to Live, the Holistic Wellbeing Podcast. Every week, I share tips, tricks, and insight into the interconnected nature of health and wellness and how it affects us, our environments, and the planet in every way. This month has been a unique approach to the podcast. Typically, I release an episode every week about different topics of well being. But for the entire month of September, I partnered up with my business consultancy, Good Business Design, to focus specifically on workplace wellness and share how every facet of work plays a key role in our health and well being. I wanted to do this podcast series because work has been such a big topic these past months and professionally speaking, everything and anything about work is my career and my passion. So I combined my two loves of workplace and wellness to create this month's special edition of podcasts, the Workplace Series, A Brave New Workforce. By way to live, and good business design. It's been an exciting series on the workplace, but of course I am a little biased. Um, This will be the last episode focused on workplace culture, but if you haven't already done so, I highly encourage you to listen to the past episodes to weave the complete story together. Part one, was all about society's impact on our job roles and occupational health with an emphasis on COVID-19's implications on each industry and their respective economies. Part two was framed around work-life balance. I talked about pinpointing the source of your overworking, stress, and burnout and how to prioritize your health and quality of life in an imbalanced state. In part three, I explored tips and tricks behind high-performance teams and shared how collaborative teamwork might be affecting your health. Part four was last week's episode where I honed in on leadership styles, how to be a great leader, and how leaders can be mindful of their effect on employee well-being, feeling like they're important and that they belong, and the overall workplace experience. If you're interested in this podcast series focused on the workplace, you might also like Good Business Design's Workplace Quarterly Magazine, sharing insight into all things work, design, human, and business. Subscribe to our magazine to learn how business performance and the workplace are being impacted by current events, trends, processes, human behavior, and culture. You can find leading industry expert interviews, articles, research, data, fun graphics, and photographs related to the workplace. The magazine is for business leaders, designers, researchers, strategists, and creatives, or anyone who is eager to learn and enhance their understanding of today's landscape at work. Subscribe to the magazine by going to www.goodbusinessdesign.com forward slash subscribe. Our fall issue is coming out soon, so order it today. Now, it's time to kick off this episode and dive into one of my favorite words, culture. Okay, you're listening to part five, the final episode of this workplace series, A Brave New Workforce by way to live and Good Business Design. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. We've all likely heard this famous quote, thanks to Peter Drucker. He said it in a time when culture or people were overlooked by organizational strategy or vision and goals. You can imagine the adverse reactions he probably received in his time with that statement. Fast forward to today, where culture is a strategy that companies are paying big money for. Today, organizations are leading with culture to better inform their strategy and operations. When companies focus on culture, it boosts morale, people. People are more productive and the workplace is more enjoyable. So people tend to stick longer with the company. This focus in turn produces higher employee retention, productivity, and revenue growth. Workplace culture is everything you experience at work. It's the people, who they are, and their habits. It's the environment, your workspace, and its impact on your behavior. It's the way people communicate and collaborate with one another. And it's those fun initiatives to help deepen connections with coworkers. Workplace culture is this seemingly intangible factor that has the power to affect job satisfaction, employee happiness, and our overall health and well being. There's a stark difference between a positive work culture and a negative one. If you think that culture is that one thing you can't change about a company, well, you're in luck because culture is something that can be created or changed given the right strategies, support, and tactics. Businesses and organizations should always lead with strategy to inform their culture, rather than leave it up to chance. However, culture does eat strategy for breakfast. So you can have a plan to create a certain culture, but how it manifests is what it will become. In order to receive the culture that you want, you must consider the enablers, blockers, and change management roadmap. If your current office environment, people, processes or technology are hindering the transition from old to new, then big business changes need to occur. Culture-driven workplaces will always outperform strategic-driven organizations. They will have higher attraction and retention rates, higher ROI on their workforce, higher productivity, and better brand reputation. To reap the benefits of a culture-driven workplace, revisit your brand, values, mission, and purpose for a more people-centered approach. Hire people who align with your brand and believe in your culture. Keep employees who foster and pursue relationships versus clocking in and out. Promote leaders who want to create a positive workplace experience. Implement technology that encourages connection and teamwork design an experience-based workplace that facilitates community engagement, and create opportunities for team building and fostering deeper connections at work. Let's dive into some specifics. Culture-driven brands. Brands present an opportunity for people to identify and belong. If you focus on why your company exists rather than what products and services your company offers, you'll see a change in culture. The camaraderie that is built behind why an organization exists will better attract and retain talent versus your competitors. When an individual can align their values values with their company values, they are more likely to work for that company and produce greater results. Culture driven brands often have a happier workforce. Brands who don't value their employees or their work experience will see higher turnover rates, lower productivity and performance levels and a more negative impact on employee health and wellness. Culture-driven employees. When the people in a company want to foster a strong community and continue to build relationships with their coworkers, you have a culture-driven workplace. In a culture-driven workplace, employees value and prioritize their relationships, inclusivity, positive experiences, team building, and fun extracurricular activities. When people are at the center of a business rather than employee output, individual health and a collective wellness is much greater. culture driven tech technology is a resourceful tool when it comes to business it assists us in getting work done and it can also help create a sense of community online and offline having community focused tools in a workplace supports connections and fosters relationships when we think about our our well-being culture driven technology enables a sense of belonging, feeling accomplished, and having deeper connections. There's so many tools in the market that organizations can use, like Microsoft Teams, Slack, and so many others, but it's just about finding what works best for your company needs. If you implement one of these tools to drive culture and community, you'll find that your teams become closer They're more invested in projects and the company. They're happier and work starts to feel more like family. Culture-driven workplaces. A culture-driven workplace is all about creating a robust experience for employees. It's really a blur between work play, and hospitality. You want to have a variety of spaces throughout the workplace that encourage conversation, whether that's through an amenity-rich kitchen with coffee and espresso machines, snacks, fruit bowls, drinks, and happy hour essentials, lounge areas, touchdown seating, ping pong tables, or other gaming opportunities or all-hands stadium seating. The overall environment should encourage impromptu collisions to enhance culture. Office amenities often extend beyond the kitchen to help support employee needs and our well-being. These can include bicycle storage, showers and locker rooms, gyms or fitness centers, gardens, outdoor areas, baristas, catered lunches, libraries, speakeasies, game rooms, VR rooms, mother's wellness rooms, chair massages, and the list goes on. There seems to be no limit to office amenities these days. COVID has affected the use of many of these amenities, but. That topic will be for another time. Having diverse amenities contributes to that hospitality feel that helps blur the lines between work and play, which also lends to people feeling more comfortable at work, being their authentic selves, being satisfied with their job, and improving their health. Overall, the environment results in better Work life balance. Culture driven organizations. Companies can also create policies and programs that support their workforce community and their well being. These can go beyond traditional health benefits and include on demand health services, extended parent leave and support child care support, promoting diversity and inclusion, offering mental health services and stress management, substance use services, encouraging frequent breaks or naps, and having freedom over flexible work schedules. Again, when people are at the center of a business, it shows that you care. We have lives outside of work And when an organization supports us in our health, we're more likely to stay with that company. Culture-driven connections. Connections create communities. They also enhance a workplace culture. Finding fun and unique ways to instill team building throughout the day and on the reg will automatically pay off with happier employees and a tight-knit company, which will also drive higher business performance. You can build team camaraderie through culture-driven tech by taking advantage of community spaces and amenities at work and planning fun activities outside of work. Happy hour is always a great option, but if you're wanting to spice things up, Anything game-related is always fun. Try axe throwing, go-kart racing, trivia, scavenger hunts, escape rooms. I've planned all of these in the past, and they were all super successful and fun. It's always good to do something for holidays throughout the year, and you can also plan seasonal activities like paddleboarding or swimming in the summer, pumpkin carving or hiking in the fall, hot cocoa and movie nights in the winter, or planting parties in the spring. Be creative and don't forget to incorporate local initiatives like city events, volunteering, giving back to your community, and supporting local businesses. To sum it all up, organizational culture is how a community of people, teams, and leaders create an experience through identity, values, place, technology, behaviors, and connections. A culture greatly impacts employee well-being. Is the culture inclusive? Is it authentic, consistent, empowering, flexible, empathetic, appreciative? All of these factors will contribute to how happy an employee feels, if they feel misunderstood, apprehensive, insecure, withdrawn, unimportant, or unproductive. How an employee's mental health is Are they overly stressed or anxious at work? Culture can also affect our social lives or a lack of. And surprisingly, it can affect our physical health. Is it a healthy culture? Do they have a gym on site? Do they provide healthy snacks and drinks? Do they offer chair massages or encourage yoga meetups? When you have a culture-driven organization, People are happier, healthier, and they perform better. They tend to communicate and collaborate better as well. Overall, it's about fostering deep connections, creating a positive experience, and having quality communication and collaborations to get the culture you want. If you're in a work culture you don't like, Try to change it. There's a good chance that others feel the same way. Express your concerns to leadership. Collect employee feedback and play it back to them. Data is a great way to show executive teams that change needs to happen. Find that support within your organization and show up by leading the culture change initiative. Be brave. It's a process. So don't be upset when you're hit with roadblocks and challenges. They're going to happen. So work around them. Take it a step at a time. And if you need guidance or help, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I've changed workplace culture in numerous organizations. And yes, it is possible. Well, That's a wrap folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode, but more importantly, I hope you enjoyed this entire workplace series by Way to Live and Good Business Design. If you're just tuning in, September has been a special month of podcasts focused specifically on workplace wellness. Feel free to go back to prior episodes and listen from part one all the way through part five. If you are interested in this podcast series, focus on the workplace, you might also like Good Business Design's Workplace Quarterly Magazine, sharing insight into all things work, design, human, and business. Subscribe to our magazine by visiting www.goodbusinessdesign.com forward slash subscribe. Again, our fall issue is coming out soon. So stay tuned and order it today. Moving forward, Way to Live will be returning to its regular program where I share tips, tricks, and insight into the interconnected nature of health and wellness and how it affects us, our environments, and the planet in every way. I'll be kicking off next week by talking about the circular economy and how it's tremendously better for our planet. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I hope for you a healthier and happier way to live.